We went from a time in history when we wanted women to have equal rights as men, such as the right to vote and to go to work. We eventually got those equal rights, but now women have gotten power hungry. I've said this before, but the feminist movement is one of the big reasons why I got red-pilled, because I think it is the biggest hypocritical movement to exist today. I am a woman. I am struggling to see what rights I still do not have. I have an opportunity to go to college, vote, drive, and work. What do I not have? Anyways, what is the feminist movement about? Was it always bad? Where did it start going wrong? My name is Jennifer, so let's start spilling the unfiltered tea. According to Google, the feminist movement is, quote, a movement to put an end to sexism, sexist exploitation, and oppression to achieve full gender equality in law and practice, end quote. An example of the feminist movement is women fighting for reproductive rights. Their perspective on reproductive rights is wanting access to contraceptives, abortion, and reproductive health care. Contraceptives like access to condoms and birth control are understandable. Abortion is not healthcare. It is a procedure that can ruin a woman's ability to have children in the future if the procedure has been done way too many times. The way I view the feminist movement is that it is a very, very degrading movement, especially towards men, and also to the women that don't agree with what the movement stands for. I understand that there are men out there that are horrible people, but just like the men, there are also horrible women as well. The feminist movement has gone from wanting women's rights to emasculating men, labeling them as predators and pedophiles, amongst other colorful names. Whether women like it or not, we need men in this world. They can work physically laborious jobs where it can be harder for the average woman to perform, and they are there to protect us women from other men who are deemed horrible. When you label men with these words, it makes them not want to be around women. Women already have the stereotype of being complicated, so why are these feminists adding to the complication? I'll give examples. When men ask women out on dates, feminists think that they have ulterior motives. A man can't compliment a woman because feminists think that it is predatory. And men can't pay on the first date because feminists think that the man is assuming that women can't pay. Women can't be stay-at-home moms anymore because feminists think that men are being sexist for wanting to work and having their wife or girlfriend stay home. Women who want to have children are seen as women who objectify themselves to men since feminists think that men see women as someone to carry their child. I can go on and on with examples, but are you starting to see how this movement is getting out of control? This needs to stop. Instead of being a feminist, be feminine. It's okay for women to stay at home. It's okay for women to not have to work if their significant other can support both of them. It is okay for women to give birth to children if she and her significant other want them. If the women want to work and also be a provider for the household, or be the main provider, more power to them. That's amazing. This whole movement is just very stupid. 
It literally singles out women because feminists want all the attention on women because feminists want women to single out, be singled out. Aren't they actually encouraging sexism in their favor? Another thing that the feminist movement has advocated for is abortion rights. Women like to say that men do not get any sort of opinion in what a woman does to her body, which is not exactly true. Men are allowed to have their opinions on abortion, but they do not get the final say since it is not their body. Last time I checked, it takes a man and a woman to conceive a child. Why should men have to take the entirety of the responsibility for getting the woman pregnant? Feminists are always saying, don't blame the girl because she didn't do anything wrong. Women can protect themselves too. Have they not heard of birth control? Also, it is not always men that are initiating sex. Women do it too. But feminists ignore that because they don't want to make women on their side look bad. Shouldn't we look at the fact that both parties refuse to take proper precaution before doing the deed? It's not rocket science. I understand that accidents happen, but that's what happens when you do not protect yourself properly. I have noticed that guys who support abortion are allowed to have a say on this topic because they agree with the feminists. So let's use this logic that the, feminine, that the feminist movement uses. If men are not allowed to have op opinions on abortion, then women should not have opinions on men getting vasectomies. Not your body, not your choice, right? I don't want to go too much into abortion since this is a so this is a subtopic of so-called women empowerment, but this is just an example. So the most controversial topic to talk about besides abortion would have to be the debate about the gender wage gap existing. I thought it did for a long time until I watched a Jordan Peterson video. Then my mind instantly changed because the more that I thought about what he was saying, the more the facts were adding up and I stopped trying to refuse his words and reasoning. I then started researching positions in high demand, which happened to be the tech industry, such as software developers and IT. Women tend to work for jobs that are not as demanding, such as office jobs, teaching, or anything that has to do with direct human interaction. I even had to take a look at myself. I am majoring in a people-related job. To the women that do work in tech and can handle those high-demand jobs, that is amazing. But the point that I'm trying to make is here talking about the average career choices that men and women make. It's not a sexist thing to say. Feminists need to realize that jobs that are not as demanding are going to pay less to their employees rather than, than jobs that are in high demand. Their research talks about how women make 86 cents to the dollar a man makes. It's completely false. If you want to make more money, pick a career that will get you the quote-unquote equality of pay that you're looking for. I don't know what these feminists talk about. It's honestly bullshit that they think that women are getting paid less because this world is sexist. No, it's your career choice and what field of work that you go into. A thing that I can't stand about these feminists is how they try to victimize themselves to get ahead. 
I hate it when women say, I should get a promotion because men have ruled the country for the last 100,000 years. I deserve to get paid more because men are always making more than women. I refuse to have children because that's what men look at me for. Like, stop. You get promotions because you earn them for your metrics being outstanding. You get paid more if you decide to not be agreeable with your wage. And men are not always seeing women as baby makers. The constant victimization of these women is getting tiring. And if anything, it's making women look worse than better. I often wonder how many women feel accomplished in what their career is in by being a victim. Do they actually feel a sense of accomplishment or do they feel a sense of greed? I personally think that their sense of accomplishment is disguised by greed, but they don't want to make themselves look bad. So they're going to say that they feel accomplished no matter what. Women need to start accomplishing things for themselves, not to prove to people or a movement. That's just people pleasing at this point. And another thing, if you're all about empowering women, then empower all women, regardless of political affiliation. Feminists praise women like Kamala Harris just for being the first woman of color and first lady to be VP when she doesn't do anything except repeat her words and fit in with the hyenas from Lion King. AOC is praised for being a victim of her own race and being an attention whore. And even Amber Heard when she was going through that trial against Johnny Depp only because she is a woman who claimed to be abused by her ex-husband, they of course found out that it wasn't true. These women are constantly praised. And then you have women like Lauren Boebert, Lauren Boebert, I'm so sorry if I'm butchering her name, Tommy Lahren, Laura Ingram, Riley Gaines, Kaylee McEnany, who are often scrutinized by leftists because they are against everything that the feminist movement stands for. Back when I was liberal, I don't think I considered myself a feminist. I did often say how men are stupid, and I still believe it to some extent, but I will now say I am not a feminist, nor will I ever be one. I stand heavily on if you seriously believe in empowering all women, then actually do it. I have personally experienced the double standards of it. After I turned more conservative, I read tweets telling me that I'm a whore, I let men sexually assault me multiple times, and even got told to have a threesome with Trump. What's weird is that these people who used to be my friends praised my sex life. But now that they are no longer in my life, it seems like that's the only thing they focus on to use against me since I am a woman. These people talk a big game about being against the objectification and degradation of women, but here they are slut-shaming women that they don't like. These people do a really good job of being against what they're supposed to stand for. I'll admit that I am not perfect at empowering women, especially ones I don't like, but I would never slut-shame them. I will admit to personal personality shaming them because I think women's personalities often suck. They annoy me. But I think it's important to recognize that even if a person who is successful, even if you don't like them, at least be respectful about it. That's all I have to say about the feminist movement. And we have come to the end of this episode. 
If you haven't already, give this podcast a follow. This podcast is currently streaming on rss.com, Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon Music. I will see y'all next time for when I spill more of the unfiltered tea.